0: I was fine, and I was just talking
1: about, I don't know what to tell you guys. I was fine.
2: Alright, well hopefully
1: those yeah, issues you. stay fine. I mean, Tommy Gun, don't. Oh my mm-hmm. god.
2: Sometimes I hate these, these NDI sources. to you count five get your
0: smelly, stinky, <laughs> out of my store. One, <laughs> <Just laughs> Merry leave. Christmas, it's filthy animal. It's it's d- d- animal. Happy New Year
2: and we are live what's up everybody and welcome back to the cooperators reviewers couch the christmas edition i'm one Aww. of your hosts ben and today i am joined by the man in the christmas sweater that's right it's mr carmen how's it going carmen i
1: didn't know we were starting yet I've, i i'm i haven't put pants on yet
2: oh that's fine
1: <laughs> just don't scared. get there's up there's no video in this right oh yeah just put them on yeah them you, you just put them on okay right okay now I it's stand fine up? Yeah, yeah, I hope okay yeah. <laughs> perfect all right good all right, spe- excellent.
2: Especially if you're not wearing underwear, like that just makes it extra good for the, uh, the I, for the folks at home.
1: I'm wearing well, if you're I mean, if I'm not wearing pants, Jesus. can you really be wearing like underwear is just wear at that point? It's not where you're not wearing it under anything. That's my deep thought of the day. Yeah, I'm to go fair. back to drink this melted ice cream. Let
2: me see if I can lock Gabe's thing because he keeps like this thing gets weird all the time. And, of course, we have my ever co-host. That's right. We have Gabe in the middle here. How's it going, bud? As he disappears. Okay, that's fine. I was just talking to you, but that's fine. Gabe disappeared, so we are going to keep going. You can catch us each and
0: Okay,
2: I quite noticed something with him. Gabe, maybe you should move to your laptop.
0: I do just know what to tell you guys. The connection was fine before.
2: Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. It's not so fine now. Maybe you should uh, switch but over to the laptop, on though.
0: me, dude. I was ready to go. I was ready to go.
2: <laughs> uh, But yeah, maybe you want to switch over from the phone to the laptop. It might help. <laughs> uh, if you didn't know, on the Cooperative Viewers couch each and every week, should, except for fine. this one, because on. it's... Okay, I'm doing the thing. Come on. Um... Uh, each and every week we talk about a new TV show or movie. Uh, we are going to be doing a little bit of a break after this because it is the holiday time and we are all busy with family and all kinds of other stuff. So we are. this is going to be not our last episode of the year, but the last Cooperators Viewers Couch of the year, which is exciting, but also kind of sad because it means that we don't get to do this for the next little bit. Um, and for some reason, Gabe's uh, little picture does not want to stay the same. It keeps uh, switching sizes, so... Uh, You know, whatever. I, I'm not sure why that's happening, but it is. Um,
1: I also have a tendency to switch sizes.
2: At, oh, gross.
1: Like at the clothing store. like Sometimes a medium, sometimes a large. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm
2: sure that's yeah. what you but meant. What were
1: you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> Sick.
2: Bye. You can catch us on twitch at twitch.tv slash the cooperators or if you don't want to watch us live you can catch us on your favorite podcasting apps afterwards these will all go up before christmas day which is exciting oh my god did you get light eggnog what is wrong with you
1: it's like compared to the non-light eggnog it's like 0.5 percent less gram of fat yeah. So it's, it really so... is not at all. <laughs> so
2: it's just a marketing thing. All right. So uh, we know exactly. that light eggnog is a scam. Good to know. It
1: really is. Uh, yeah, like, if you, if you're like at the grocery store, you're like, oh, I, I have a healthy lifestyle. I'm going to get light eggnog. That's like, oh, I, I'll take a half Coke, half diet Coke.
2: <laughs> I thought you were just going to say, I'll just take, I'll take like half a gram of Coke. It's fine. Like, it's <laughs> fine. You won't, You won't get addicted. Um, <laughs> okay.
1: Um,
2: This week, or I guess today, because we've this is our second episode this week. Today we are talking about a Muppets Christmas Carol, and oh my God, Gabe, I don't know what you're doing, but you keep messing up the uh, video. I don't know why.
1: (laughs) Smile is killing me.
0: I'm staying still. I'm doing exactly what you're telling me to do. (laughs) Stay still. I don't know what you want from me.
2: I want your video to stop changing sizes randomly. Uh. Yeah, we're talking Muppets Christmas Carol, oh, the I'm classic... Oh my god, Gabe. <laughs> you, did you switch over to your laptop, or are you still on your phone? Yeah. Oh man, it's almost worse than the laptop then. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, jeez. All right, I might just take your picture off here, actually. um, Damn, it, I'm all con- discombobulated now, everybody. Sorry about this. We are talking Muppets Christmas Carol, Muppet. the classic tale of Ebenezer Scrooge being an asshole and then getting haunted by a bunch of people and being less of an asshole, but still kind of a jerk, uh, and then giving money to a poor kid, and uh, he actually did go buy a turkey instead of, you know, running off with the money. Uh, I don't think many kids would do that, but that's cool. Um, I guess before... Not not,
1: not these days. Not... Am I right? Kids these days.
2: Kids these days just playing their Fortnights and their uh, their... Uh... <laughs> What else do kids play? They're TikToks and uh, (laughs) they're Yu-Gi-Oh's. People still play Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. That is unfortunate. (laughs) Kids are going to listen to this and be like, what are you talking about?
2: We are just huge boomers. But that is fine. (laughs) Um,
1: Uh, Nope, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
2: Um. We are talking Muppets, and because Gabe has disconnected, I guess are we gonna do? do should we wait for him to uh come back to do the plot should, summary? Yeah, he just, do the he's plot doing the plot summary, summary today. Uh, sorry for I the technical difficulties. Him to let him
1: know to switch to uh switching mm. to instruments. Uh, to switch to uh, you know what that quote's from? No, uh, it's from Pacific Rim.
0: Oh, oh, it's when oh, they're man.
1: it's when they're going into the water, and then they're like visibility zero. Switching instruments.
2: Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. that was See, that was a good movie.
1: Ah, uh, it was good. <laughs> Unlike this
2: one. Ah, uh, this one was like okay. It? No, it was okay. I guess we can just kind of talk a little bit about it before uh, Gabe gets back. I thought it was an all right movie. Well, I want
1: Gabe to hear our, our thoughts on it.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, it'd be better if Gabe just uses, like, like Gabe data. Gabe
1: he was on his laptop. Before. Yeah.
2: Maybe he should switch to his phone then. Because his phone usually has, I mean, it has bad angles, but at least it has better connection.
1: Hmm. Okay. I will say, try thy phone. <laughs>
2: try thy phone.
1: Try thy phone. Lol.
2: It's okay. Not a lot of people are watching right now anyways. And I'll, let's be honest, I'm not going to cut this out of the podcast. So if you are a podcast listener, I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a long pause, but maybe let, let's, uh, we could just shoot some, shoot, shoot
0: some
1: shit. Did we talk on. about how eggnog is eggnog in English? yes and hand, hand
2: every, hand episode. every episode every episode the real I question like we is should talk
1: about that a lot
2: <laughs> the real question here is how much rum is in that
1: this is straight out of the carton how much do you think is in here do you think i just like open the carton and then like yes. drink like half of it good two mouthfuls and then
2: replace it with rum <laughs> wow. isn't that oh what you do God. oh my that's a, oh uh, that's what i do <laughs>
1: Yo ho, yo ho! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Pirate's life for me, yeah. Just call all yep. callbacks to our previous things. Um, uh, Gabe
1: texts me. He says shruggy face.
2: Oh man, game's internet all is right. just going crazy.
1: Well, he's trying to figure it out.
2: He's trying to figure it out.
1: Uh, let's talk about Christmas Chronicles too.
2: Okay. Well, you get a little extra oh, yes. extra stuff. There oh, is. there he is. Okay, good. Now we don't have to talk about Christmas Chronicles too. I was almost scared for a second there, Gabe, it looks like you're back, and it looks like your issues are done.
0: I hope so. I don't know. I don't oh know yeah. what to say. oh, you it sound was... so much better. I'm before, man. I don't know what to tell you. no, man this you sound good. you sound great. You sound like your old sexy self again. Cool.
2: Now I just need to get you back into the thing here, but people can hear you, so I think we're just gonna press forward. uh now we just have two Carmens. Uh, 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 so, uh, uh. like I was saying, we are about to jump into that plot summary by Mr. Gabe. I hope there's going to be voices, and uh, we have a double carmen going on. I'll fix that in a second, everybody. But I will. But two minutes. Which timer. one is Oh, actually, that was great. You actually looked at yourself. It was really funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you're you're handsome. No, you are.
2: No, you are. <laughs> oh, oh. I think this one's Gabe. All right, sorry. No, that's totally... It's actually awesome. It's pretty funny. Um, And for some reason, it just isn't letting Gabe have a picture. So I'll fix that. While Gabe does the plot summary, we have the two-minute timer up on the board, almost. Gabe, are you almost ready? Are Are you ready to do this? Ready when you are. All right. So we have plot summary. Three, two, one,
0: go... We open uh, into a snowy, Christmassy London, where we are met with our narrators of the story, Gonzo and Rizzo. But in this case, Gonzo goes by the name of Charles Dickens, because he is. Uh, And Rizzo the Rat, his uh, loyal sidekick. Uh, Gonzo, or sorry, Mr. Dickens and Rizzo the Rat explain about a story about one Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, who is played by Michael Caine. And they tell each other the, or they open with the beginning of the story about the cranky Mr. Scrooge. Uh, And then Mr. Scrooge has some employees that are mainly all rats and one Kermit frog. And with Kermit, they explain to Mr. Scrooge that it's Christmas and that they need a day off. And then they explain to Scrooge that, like, hey maybe some time off will give them the ability to save money on that coal that they're using and at this point we notice that scrooge does not like christmas he says humbug a lot the way that michael kane does humbug and so we go from there to scrooge being visited by his old bosses uh whose names i've forgotten but that doesn't matter and they warn him that Wait. he's going to be visited by three spirits and he is the Ghost of Christmas pre- Past, Ghost of Christmas Present, and the Ghost of Christmas Future. After that, he then changes his ways. There's a lot of singing. There's a lot of joyousness. Scrooge changes his way. And he decides that Christmas is meant to be celebrated by people. And then they're singing, rejoicing. And then Bob Cratchit, who's played by, or Kermit the Frog plays Bob Cratchit, uh, invites him to dinner. They have a turkey. His son is, like, very happy. Uh, there's a lot of other things I've missed. But overall, they have a good time. There's singing. There's food. I've said that already. And that's it. Fa la 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 Muppets Christmas.
2: God bless that's us, it. everyone.
0: <laughs> Word. There you go.
2: There you go. So we got Scrooge, who's just a big jerk. Uh, we got Kermit, who's awesome and is like salt of the earth. And then we got ghosts. So many ghosts. Ghosts, ghosts, ghosts. Also, all right, so I I know where I want to start. Do you want? Do we want to start with my, some of my stuff and then we go with you guys, or do you want to start off? Does oh. I don't have like a point that they're like burning to burning to say? A,
1: a I have a point. I okay. I think I'm gonna switch from eggnog to rum uh, to to beer.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh cheers. That's the point that cheers. I want to
1: make. So oh Corona extra. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll be back while you start talking about that.
2: Are you gonna be able to hear me?
1: No.
2: Oh. Okay, that's fine.
1: I'll, wait, wait five seconds. I'll all be right. real quick.
2: All right. So, Gabe, cool. we missed your uh, your how you're doing and stuff at the start here. Uh, How you doing? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Day's going well? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm glad we got all the uh, issues figured out. Yeah. Yeah, because you're fine now. Like, your picture and everything is great, and your audio is great, and oh, uh, Carmen's like a really, really big penis. I mean, uh, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what I have to say... First and foremost is ah, the Ghost of Christmas Past was weird as hell, right? Like, it, it was super weird. Like, I think it was probably the weirdest I've ever seen any Ghost of Christmas Past in any version of Scrooge or Christmas Carol or whatever. Like, it was weird looking and, like, it wasn't human, but it wasn't a Muppet. So, like, what was the point? Why didn't they just make a Ghost Muppet or have, like, some person in, like half see-through or something like i just i was so confused and i was like this is the most odd thing but also it took me out of the movie experience more because that's all i could focus on was like what they look like not what they were saying what was happening i was just like why does that thing look so weird like yeah i got I, like, that was like my biggest thing um just for like this first part, at least, but I like that's been on my mind like all day after I saw that part. I was just like, what is this thing and why is it in my movie? But yeah, other than that, I mean, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, right. Um, so I mean, like, I don't, I, just, I don't get what their thought process would have been behind that. Like, because it, again, it wasn't human, which again, indiscriminately deciding who's going to be human, who's a muppet in this, which was also weird. Like, Scrooge was human. And then his nephew was human, and his nephew's wife was human, but half of the guests at the party were Muppets, and then there was, like, one or two humans, like, thrown in there, and then, like, the ghosts were all Muppets. But, like, I was I was just so confused, like, why, how they decided, like, alright, this person's gonna be real, everyone else is gonna be Muppets, until this person. Oh, this person's gonna be real, too. It's like, but why? Why? why, why? Like, there was no real people except for Scrooge in the market. And then suddenly, there's like a bunch of humans at this party. Like, uh, what? I don't know. That that, that kind of bothered me. I don't know why it bothered me, but it definitely did, because it just seems so random, I guess. And like, there was nothing behind it. Uh, I also have to say that I never really watched the Muppets as a kid. I don't think I remember watching clips of like Animal, because he was like the best Muppet. But I, I, were well, there humans in the Muppets? Like in the Muppet Show?
1: Don't know. In, in, there were movies though, like Muppet movies, where there were humans. Oh, okay.
2: I seem to remember the guy who played Marshall was in one of those.
1: Jason Segel, yeah, he yeah. was in. Yeah, those were like the later Muppet movies, but there were like Muppet movies from before that time as well, like from like yeah. twenty years ago.
2: Yeah, maybe, but yeah, maybe it's just me. Like I just thought it was very odd. Uh, their just des- their decision about to add those in instead of just like having michael Caine be the only human or michael Caine and his nephew but maybe it's because they didn't want that kind of weirdness then because i feel like maybe i'd be complaining that there was only three humans in the thing but i mean we'll see uh, yeah so that was like my biggest like thing that kind of came to mind first like as i was watching this uh but i would love to get your guys's thoughts and then i can go farther into mine but uh carmen what did you think about a muppets christmas carol
1: i thought it was fun uh it, you know the the muppets have a certain charm to them and i think there was some really good sets and choreography with the puppets as well like some really great visual gags and uh you know a, a good amount of writing that was smart and funny and you know like breaking the fourth wall and all that all that stuff you know it, it adds to the enjoyment factor for an adult and i think that there's enough in there for kids to enjoy too so i, I think it's a movie that you don't need to be a kid to enjoy, but uh, it is fun for kids. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think that's true. I think uh, as a kid, I probably enjoyed this. I don't know if I actually watched this as a kid, but I feel like I probably would have enjoyed this a lot as a kid. Because the mix of like the music and everything like that, the sets were great. Um, Michael Caine, amazing. Michael Caine and everything is amazing, though. Uh, Alright, Carmen, give, my, give me the best Michael Caine voice.
1: Okay. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Why we fed, we fall down, Mister Wayne? So we might pick ourselves back up. I don't know. It's awful. <laughs> I don't know. What, Gabe, what do you think?
0: Yeah, what do you think, Gabe? Yeah, it was it was a it was a Muppet movie. It had characters that were silly. It had uh, it took a story that most um most European educated people know. And it was... It happened. Like, I I don't think there was really much... I didn't really critique it because it's a Muppet movie. uh, And it's something that just is, like... I think the only thing that I thought that was really amazing about it was the puppetry. With Mm -hmm. most of Jim Henson's works, there's always the puppetry, and that's a very interesting thing to see. Uh, Yeah, it was good. It was good. I really... There's no highlights for me and no standout things. It was just... It was a Muppet movie. It's It's a Christmas movie. So... I kind of was like, oh, okay, cool. Good bits. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that there were a
2: lot of good parts in this. I think it's such a well-known story, and, like, they didn't really deviate from the main story at all, too, uh, except adding a second Marley. I think that was, like, the biggest thing that would have changed. I have to say that I'm not sure if it was just, like, because I wasn't in the mood for it or whatever. I felt really bored for a lot of it, and I kept, seemed to keep, like, looking at the clock and be like, oh, my God, there's still, like an hour left there's still half an hour left like uh it just seemed like it was really dragged on And i'm not sure why because i love christmas carol every year i watch three different christmas carols including mickey's christmas carol the animated christmas carol and alistair sims which is our family tradition to watch that on christmas day um but yeah i don't know i don't i don't know what it was about this viewing i just felt very bored for a lot of it but i do agree like the puppetry was amazing. I thought the acting and like the musical parts were really well done, even though I didn't really like the songs. I did appreciate that they put them in there. Uh as well as like I could tell that the value, like the production value and like the musical value was there. It just wasn't for me. Uh so I do appreciate that. I just I don't know what it was. I just there was something about it that just didn't hit me the right way. And again, it could have just been when I was watching it, uh I was just my mind's on other things or whatever else, but yeah. Um I have to say, uh, my favorite Muppet in this one was definitely the ghost of Christmas present. Like, he was awesome. The, uh, was it your little scatterbrained ghost? And he's like, no, I'm a big scatterbrained ghost. I was like, that was amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Michael can't even like that one. Yeah,
2: (laughs) that was pretty good. So, and it was fun because it was like, it wasn't one of the actual Muppets. They actually made new characters for this, uh, which was awesome. Because usually when there's, like, crossovers like this, they only use what they already have. So, like, having Charles Dickens be Gonzo and Rizzo being kind of, like, that side, uh, third wall or fourth wall breaking character. Uh, which I I really like that way of doing it. I liked that he was, like, kind of that narrator that kind of, like, gave the over, overtones of the story. And Rizzo being super random and just eating everything all the time, which I thought was pretty hilarious. Uh, when he ate the, uh, was it plastic or no wax, the wax fruit. That w- that was pretty good. Uh but yeah, I mean, again, I think if I was in a different headspace, I would have really enjoyed it. I think it's a cute story. I think that it's definitely made for kids, but adults can enjoy it, especially if those who grew up with it, right? Like you have that sense of nostalgia and you could definitely see that there'd be that sense of nostalgia going on. Uh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah it, yeah, it was it, fun. Yeah, it was a fun movie for the most part. Um, unfortunately, because it is a Christmas movie and it's something that like a Christmas Carol, it's hard to talk about a lot of it. But it'd be fun to like talk about some of the more productiony things because the story we've all heard or seen a, like a thousand times. But the way that they did their like their sets and they adding the musical aspect to it, I thought was a very interesting take. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen another. Christmas Carol that had music in it uh, that wasn't just, like, you know, God Rest Me, Merry Gentleman, which I think almost every single one has at some point with some carolers. Uh, but yeah, I really... And, like, the sets I thought were really well done. Gabe mentioned the pup tree, which, again, was amazing. Um, but yeah, I'd be interested to see, like, what your guys's like favorite moment was then.
1: The goes the Christmas Past was weird, and... I'm, like, I haven't read the book, so I'm not sure exactly what the description of the ghost is in the book. Like, I gather that, the you know, based on all, all the interpretations that I have seen, that the, the last ghost is supposed to be some sort of Grim Reaper-esque type thing that it just points, it doesn't talk. So, I mean, I think that every interpretation always gets to that point. So, you know, it's like, you can't have a Christmas Carol without this super menacing third ghost And then the other two are kind of the ones where they all take some creative liberties on Mm -hmm. in terms of how they want to portray them. So I don't... And yeah, this is my bad for not being educated on what the actual first ghost is supposed to look like. But yeah, it was a little bit off-putting seeing this kind of just like child-like ghost talking. And I think that it was an opportunity for them to use one of their, uh, you know you know take take any uh excerpt from their mythology of of characters so make (laughs) (laughs) sure like it's like oh weren't you that guy that was like trying to get charity (laughs) but like you also need the you know the um the exposition of you know what the the ghost is saying to actually know what's going on so i mean i don't know if that would totally work but (laughs) certainly like another muppet uh and like you know i loved how they integrated you know, random Muppets in there, like, uh, Sam the Eagle was the the teacher and all that. It was fun to see that. So, I mean, I, that was maybe, like, the one time where I think they, they could have improved it or maybe tweaked a little bit. If I was to change anything, that would be one of the uh, places I would look at. I, like, having humans and, peop- and uh, Muppets interact didn't bother me. I mean, Sesame Street was basically the Muppets, and they did that all the time on Sesame Street. So I was totally fine with that stuff. But, uh, yeah, like, the... That first ghost was a little bit interesting. Second ghost, I didn't have a problem with. I think that was just like the Muppets' interpretation of the second ghost, and most of the versions that I've seen, it's all about that sort of similar uh, portrayal of like this big Mm -hmm. dude or who like likes to party, yeah, which is cool. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's always funny when all the carols come back to the third ghost being the Grim Reaper. Mm -hmm. Have you? Did you have to read that book, or did you ever read it just by your own choice?
0: I did not read it.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. either. I mean, you're an English major, so I thought, like, if any one of us would have read yeah. it. Probably...
0: <laughs> no, most people have read it but that uh, that do English literature, but I did not.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I... Wait, was Fonzie in this at all? Fonzie Bear?
1: Yeah, he was her first boss.
2: Oh, right, right. Okay, and then I'm just trying to think of, like, the main Muppets and who they were in the story. So we have Kermit, and we have Gonzo, we have Fonzie, Fonzie. Animal, Fozzie, um, Animal was and doing animal things on the drums, which I thought was hilarious, so they just broke into it. Except I think it would have been funnier if they went into the Menomina song, <laughs> randomly, because that's like my- if the
1: aliens in there?
2: Yeah, like just have them pop up and do the Menomena at one point, uh, But I know that it wouldn't have fit. But just because that's like my my biggest memory about uh, uh, Muppets in general is that song. But yeah, no, I don't. I yeah, it seemed like a weird, really weird missed opportunity when it comes to the ghost. because they could have put in any any of like the many, many, many uh, Muppets they have as that ghost. And it wasn't just that it looked like looked like a child. It it's that it didn't look human or Muppet. Right, It didn't look like a puppet or, or a human, and it kind of looked like a Uncanny really... alley. Yeah. It looked like a really odd, really bad CG-esque ghost. But again, that might also be my ignorance, not knowing what the uh, book says they're supposed to look like, but it looked nothing like the ones that have been in any of the Carols that I've seen. Usually just like a, a person like dressed in white. Or if you're talking about the animated one, then it's like
1: a candle person isn't it usually like a new york cab driver oh,
2: no but that'd be amazing I'm trying to think of that reference
1: you see i'm the ghost <laughs> scrooge come on come on <laughs> all right tough crowd yeah nope got nothing no, there no love for scrooge from ben that's for nope sure.
2: <laughs> is that the one with michael murt or uh
1: Yeah, Michael Murray. Murray. Yeah, that's
2: the one. Okay, I don't know if I actually sent it all the way through.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It's a good one. Recommend it.
2: And it's definitely not Michael Murray. What am I talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking like Chad Michael Murray from the last movie. (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute, that's not his name. (laughs) <laughs> uh,
1: no, sorry. it was It's not Chad, It's not Michael Marie. It's, it's Michael Michaels. There oh,
2: there we That's, go. It's Michael yeah. Michaels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> we did an entire series with him in it. <laughs> I blame the half a beard. I think drink. you're
1: just being a little bit uh, actor named dyslexic. Speaking of dyslexic uh, people, do you hear the joke uh, about the, the dude, the dyslexic man that walks into a bra? Oh. Thanks. <laughs>
2: I got it. Wasn't funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look out.
2: Um yeah, I've yeah, it's 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 weird not having a lot more to say about this movie cuz we usually like talk for like an hour, hour and a half, but I really don't know how much more I have to say about this uh it it, it was good. It was what it was. Um probably again, I probably would have enjoyed it if I was in a better mo- or a different kind of mood, but it just didn't keep my interest like I hoped it would, uh, and yeah, I think leading to Christmas, it's okay. Like it's, it's there. People love it. It'll be all over TV, I'm sure. But
1: I mean, it's no Muppet Treasure Island or Muppets from Space.
2: Mm, Muppet Treasure Island. Now that's the movie.
1: Those were made like within the same decade or so, mm-hmm. and those movies, those movies fucked.
2: Yeah, and yeah, I just i don't know if it's just maybe it's the christmas aspect to it or because they had to like stick to a very very strict kind of story but i don't know it just didn't work as ho- i hoped it would uh, but again i really liked gonzo's portrayal of uh, dickens like i thought that was really funny and a really good way to do it i like that he was like rizzo contradicted him at first being like you're not charles dickens I know this story like the back of my hand. Instead of telling the story, he just talks about the back of his hand, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, I thought yeah. that was a that was a pretty good gag. Uh, so it definitely had its moments. Uh, but if I were to have to watch it again, I probably would not be super happy about having to do that. Like, I'd almost... Mm, no, I'd still rather watch this again than watching of Christmas again. <laughs> <laughs> or watching Christmas Chronicles 2 again. So I mean, That's that, what I'm saying. that gives you a bar,
1: right? Speaking of Christmas Chronicles too, let me let me let me paint you a picture of what kind of environment this film was made in. This is like a post Despicable Me world where every kid is shitting their pants over minions, and then this movie comes along and they're like, "Oh, hey, what? You know what we should put in this movie? A bunch of really cute little CGI motherfuckers. <laughs> That'll be great. Kids are gonna love it." I guess they did. I don't know.
2: I, I don't know if they did. I'm not sure how well it's doing on Netflix right now, but...
1: I mean, people are probably watching it. Like Adults are going to be like, oh, it's Kurt Russell and Cody Hahn. Cool. And then kids are going to be like, Nah, the elves don't care.
2: <laughs> Is that your voice that you do for kids?
1: That's that's my kids' voice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called... Oh, I want to train. <laughs> Actually, you no. Know, kids wouldn't say, I want to train for Christmas. They would be like, "Man, I want to... TikTok for Christmas. I want, I now, know, I want a
2: Fortnite, <laughs> like we said before. I want a
1: Fortnite. I for want Fortnite's. Right. I want a Minecraft for Christmas. <laughs> oh my god, I don't think right? anyone Is plays Minecraft's Minecraft thing? anymore. I don't, I don't know. I don't just keep track. I never knew what was cool in, ever.
2: I don't know. You played a lot of Zelda. Zelda was cool, right? We played a lot of the Wars ranks cards. Those were super cool.
1: Ah. Uh... <laughs> Right in the wall, like, right that you guys can't see. I have, like, my certificate of winning that tournament that one time, like, pinned (laughs) up here. I look look at it every day when I work. Oh, jeez. To remind myself.
2: To remind yourself that you were first place in something once?
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) well, once. Once. All right, Gabe. Gabe, You're you're being quite quiet. quiet, yeah. What do you got going on? What do you got, Gabe?
0: Yeah, there's not much to say. Ben, I think you kind of highlighted it really well. Carmen, good points, too. Not much to say about this movie. It's a pretty simple one-and-done film. Yeah. I think because it doesn't reinvent the wheel. It just stays to a hard script, doesn't change, doesn't deviate. I think the only thing that you've talked about is they break the fourth wall a lot between Gonzo and Rizzo. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Well, I don't think we need to drag this out for the sake of dragging it out so is there anything else you guys want to say about the movie or anything like that before we do the wrap-up
1: i mean i think like you know if your kids haven't seen it before it's good to show it to them i mean like i you know i i I was paying attention to it and trying to think about like what you know i want to watch these things specifically for the podcast to try to think about like what would work what would it enhance it and, like, ways they can improve it and what way things they could tweak. There was a scene towards the end when Michael Caine and the, the third ghost, the future ghost, are outside of Bob Cratchit's place, and, you know, it's really quiet in the street, and Michael Caine's like, oh, it's really quiet, you know, like, why is it so quiet? And it's because they're mourning Tiny Tim, but he hasn't found that out yet. But there's, like, this cheery music playing in the background, and, you know, he looks into the house, he kind of, like, you know, realize what's going on and the the music is still going on in the background but like you know there's this shot and it's an oblique shot too so it's like slightly angled so it's like you know intended to make you feel uncomfortable and th- i was thinking like okay like i think that they have that music in there to try to make it less scary because actually that last ghost was pretty fucking scary yeah like, it's he always it showed is. up it's like it's right there and it, I thought it was a statue, and then it moves, and it's like, oh, like, what is it? What is that? Like, you don't know what it is. It doesn't talk. The unknown is more scary than anything, right? So, like, you know, that portrayal, or, that you know, that I mean, it's, I'm sure it's in the book, and, you know, it's the portrayal in all, all different medias in different way, or uh, all different interpretations, is, you know, it's a similar way, but this one in particular is very quiet, very mm-hmm. looming, it's a very tall figure, and it's, like, you know, obviously got, like, a head that's, like, a like, it's someone Super in there, long. but, like, they yeah. felt, like, the head is above their heads. So it was, like, weird proportions and stuff. And so it's, like, this really scary thing that's happening. Like, Gonzo and Rizzo try to address how scary it is in their own way. But i like, oh, this part's scary. We're going to go hide for a bit. <laughs> yeah, you know? that was so, and so good. like, they do that. And also they play, like, the happy music when they're out in the street. So they, they're they trying to make it less scary for kids. Because I think that moment was pretty terrifying. Like, mm-hmm. if I was a child seeing that scene, I would be, like, that would be the type of thing that would give me nightmares. Yeah. And so it, it's interesting to see how they're trying to make things less scary by adding certain, like, you know, the music or, you know, the fourth wall breaks to try to address the fact that they're like, oh, this part is scary. So don't worry. It's okay.
2: Yeah, it's okay. It's all going to work out. He definitely doesn't die and a bunch of people steal his stuff and are glad that he's dead. I mean, that's not going to happen. That That's just, <laughs> that's not how this movie, oh, wait, oh.
1: <laughs> i mean it's it's when you think about it it's kind of like oh okay so scrooge is like really uh upset that he's gonna die it's like what it's like oh then he like became a good person and he never died oh wait no he uh, oh he also still dies he still dies <laughs> yeah so uh, anyway you know no, that's not sliding on the muppets that's uh talking about dickens himself yeah but, although i do think that you know this is a pretty good story overall and like mm-hmm. i think dickens has some pretty interesting uh ideas in here
2: yeah um i was gonna say i think yeah i think you're right i think that this entire sequence was really good they did it really well uh i could see someone like edit this and put in like creepy music and have it be like super like um om- like ominous and like kind of menacing
1: uh, even if it was quiet be oh
2: yeah oh my god can you imagine with like just no no sound Just, like... Well, Michael
1: Caine's line of being, like, why is it so quiet would hit home even more, right? Like, the emotional level of it would, like, go up ten Mm -hmm. notches if they did that. But it would be too intense for kids, I think.
2: Yeah. I think that's true. And because, like, you really had to think, like, this was made with kids in mind. Like, this was made for children. Exactly, Um, yeah. Though, I'm not sure they would understand a lot of the stuff at the beginning, like, with the taxes and that kind of stuff, but...
1: Oh, no, for sure not.
2: Um... I also didn't think that he was a renter. I thought that uh, Scrooge was a lender, but I think that's neither here nor there. Because in this one, yeah. he like rents out houses and affects people instead of uh, being like a loan shark, almost a legal loan shark. Mm. Um, but yeah, know I really liked the representation in this one. I know it's like always kind of like Grim Reaper, but he, you're right. He was like very weird because like the proportions were really out of whack. I have to imagine that it's like there's a Muppet that just looks like that uh, and they put, like, a cloak on top of him. Uh, again, I didn't really watch the Muppets that much, so I'm not sure if there is a Muppet that's kind of weird and disproportional like that. No, I don't think so. No. Uh, but I have to say my favorite interpretation of the uh, Ghost of Christmas future is definitely from the Mickey's Christmas Peril when, like, halfway through uh, the entire sequence like, Pete is actually Pete and he, like, comes out and he, like, it's you, Ebenezer! And I'm just like, oh, 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 oh that's happening. Um, but no, I think they did a really good job there. Um, actually, one funny thing that I, I sent to you guys, at least I thought it was funny, was when Tiny Tim was coughing. Because we've been stuck in this COVID thing for so long, the first thing that came to my mind was like, why isn't he wearing a mask? Like, I I know, obviously, that, like, it wouldn't make any sense to everything, but it just, like, that's the first thing that came. I was like, oh, jeez. Like, that is where sure. our brains are now. Like... Susie hears something cough. No matter what, it's just like, why isn't he wearing a mask? He could be spreading something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, enjoyable. I think kids should watch it. I think that it's something that everyone should watch at least once. Uh, so again, you're you you'll love it. You might not, but you know, you should at least have that experience. Awesome, Gabe. Do you have any final words before we jump into the wrap
0: up? Yeah, it's it's a fine movie. I don't think it's a must-see Christmas movie. It doesn't reinvent the wheel. Doesn't change anything. I think it's aged a lot. Uh, I wouldn't put it in the rotation. But yeah. it's cute. It's cute. It's like if you see it, it's harmless. It's harmless. If you're looking for
2: a good Christmas Carol to add into your rotation of Christmas movies, Alistair Sims' Christmas Carol is amazing. That's like a just a straight up classic. If not, then the Disney animated Christmas Carol is really done well with uh, Jim Carrey. And the Mickey Christmas Carol, uh, which is only like 20 minutes, uh, which is a great uh, representation of the story as well. All very
1: good. Gabe, to add what it. is in your rotation?
0: I don't know. I haven't given it much thought. I would say. Well,
2: there's Triple X Xmas. Uh, there's. Uh...
0: <laughs> Xander I don't know. I just. <laughs> I think it's a it's a debatable thing and it's a it's a larger conversation to have, but I think because we're talking about Muppets, uh it wouldn't be the Muppets. There's other Muppets films that are really good. And I'm not saying this one's bad. It's just that like it didn't reinvent anything. So yeah, yeah I don't know what I would put in there. Maybe Iron Man Three now that I saw Iron Man Three and it's a, a Christmas, Christmas movie, movie now. Yeah, it's it totally is a Christmas movie. I didn't even realize it was. Um, uh, Ghostbusters two maybe. Um, last night's good. I would not put Die Hard in it. Oh, There's I nothing guess. about Die Hard that makes it a Christmas movie, based upon the. Well, cri-
2: well, whoa. whoa, would, whoa. It put, is. It happens put, at I put, Christmas. I would,
0: put, <laughs> I would put Elf in mm, instead yeah. of Die Hard. That's what I would do, and that just shows you how much. I wouldn't. I, I again. I don't know if I would. What else What's is there last that night?
1: Uh
0: oh. The last night or last night. You know, I with Seth Rogen is that the one? <laughs> the
1: night before. The night before. <laughs> the night before. That's the one.
2: Um,
0: but
1: yeah, you're I... talking about, like Sean Connery that the, the last night. The Polar Express.
0: <laughs> or that maybe. Uh,
2: Or the, the Grinch. Christmas night.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's there's a lot. There's a lot out there now that like they're they're just different. Which Grinch though? The original. Uh I think the Jim Carrey one actually gets a lot of flack for it, but it's actually not bad.
2: Oh, it's not bad. It's still not as good as the original
0: though. Yeah, but Dr. Seuss, racist. Was <laughs> <So>, he? <laughs> was he? Yeah. I would look at the propaganda work that he did for World War II. It's a little fucked.
1: Hmm. hmm. Interesting. All yeah, right. Uh, I will do that. Anywho. Anywho. Muppets was good. Muppets was good.
2: Well, since we have this time anyways, uh, and we're running way under what we usually do, uh... What would be your guys's top five Christmas movies because we didn't rank these, obviously, but it would be great to kind of get that list for everybody um, Carmen's thinking Gabe kind of went over I, his, but if you actually I have watched top a five.
1: lot of uh it's a wonderful life when I was a kid with my parents, like if I'm gonna put like a classy one on the list, I would put that one on there, but at the same time, it's older and yeah. it's not I, I mean it's you know it's well done and everything, but it's not like exciting, I would say. Mm-hmm. Although it does have a lot of great moments in it, and it also led to my uh, Jimmy Stewart impression, Macar, Macar, where's Macar? Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, sure, let's put that on there. Scrooged is probably my top though, uh, which is why I was so disappointed that you didn't get my. Yes, you see, I'm the ghost. Uh, it's it's very fun. What else? Hmm. Christmas Story. I remember the first time I saw that as a kid. I thought it was very fun. You shoot your eye out. More, the best part still is that when he sees the teacher and she's like dressed as a witch and she's like, C-plus! <laughs> <laughs> Super good. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely not Christmas with the Cranks. Or Christmas <laughs> Crumpets too. I'll tell you that much.
2: You just hate yeah. the Christmas with the Cranks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really do. The last two? Oh, man. Let me let me get back to you on that.
2: All right. So Gabe, we had for you we had Iron Man 3.
0: We have Yeah, I'm just thinking I'm thinking about it more like it's been a while since I've seen films. Gremlins, I think could be deemed a Christmas film. Um and then Edward Scissorhands. But I'm also thinking about Like there's 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 a lot out there that I'm just like really not thinking like oh man that would be that I'm sure is a Christmas, um. Actually, you know it's a beautiful Christmas thing, but it's not a a movie. It's more of a vignette. Is the Euphoria part one, Rue is really fucking good, um, and it made me quite emotional. Um, and it's I think it's I think it's on Christmas Eve. You have to. It's Euphoria is a it's a series but the way they did their kind of second season it's it's broken up into vignettes because of they filmed it during covid Mm -hmm. and so part one takes place right after the season finale of season one and it focuses in a diner of the of the our main protagonist and her sponsor who because she's a she's an addict and they're in a diner and they're together and they're talking about her getting her shit together What is she so scared of? And it's on Christmas Eve and it's just really beautiful. And then there's a lot of beautiful moments in it. I would actually say that's my top right now Christmas thing of just like forgiveness, love, kindness, Um, especially when the sponsor steps out and the sponsor kind of discloses that he's not perfect either. He's fucked up a lot. He's fallen off the wagon. It cost him everything um, and he calls his daughter, and he says, "I'm just calling. Just I know you told me not to, but I'm or I just I'm just calling just to say hello, just to check in." And you realize, yeah, it's Christmas Eve, and they only have each other, and that's kind of like, it's bleak, it's real, but it's also there's a glimmer of hope. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, I'm trying to think about other things. I guess the Santa Claus. Yeah. That's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think about things that have aged really well that I'd be like, if I would want a future generation of children to see, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Like, what would like be like a thing that transcends the religious aspects of it and the material aspects of the film or of of the you, notions? How do you guys of feel Christmas?
1: about uh, the OG Rudolph and Santa Claus coming to town puppet movies? That's fine. It's yeah, that's fine.
2: Rudolph, um, we used to watch like every year, but not anymore. Like, it's just, yeah. it, it didn't age as well as I hoped it would. I mean, How for real lives, is uh, popular. I'd probably show it when I have kids eventually. Like, I'd probably show it to them. And then if they're too freaked out by that stupid, uh, the uh, abominable snowman, not never show it to them again. Ah, it was a badass. Yeah, it was scary as hell, though. But you could put the star thing. up on
1: the tree with no ladder or anything, though.
2: That's true. He's pretty tall. He's like you.
0: Yeah. Black Christmas, the horror. Film? The horror film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen. I saw the old one. That was really. That was pretty intense. I haven't seen the new one, so I don't know if that's one that we want to say.
2: Before, anyways, um, I do not believe that horror belongs in uh, Christmas movies the one time of year, I was like, you know, you could uh, probably just leave this time of year alone when it comes to the horror stuff, but, you know, each their own. Um, I would say that my top five would have to include Nightmare Before Christmas, um, <laughs> The Grinch, Alistair Sims, uh, Christmas Carol, probably Santa Claus, and Polar Express. That would probably be my
0: top five. Yeah. What about Krampus? Again, it's a horror movie.
1: I never w- watched all. I think I saw it in the background while we were playing video games one time. Like you had set up the battle station, and you were like, uh-huh. "All right, Carmen, let's play some NHL." <laughs> yeah, like the movie <laughs> going to the left, and like sure. I was, you, you were watching it more than I was. Yeah. It's still and <laughs> it was just like, I, you know, I was trying to pay attention too to see what was going on because it was pretty interesting. But uh, <laughs> I, th- I think I need to sit down and actually like watch the movie.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to think the holiday. Oh, yeah, that I was don't know. not there's bad. A, there's, a, there's, like, you know... Four Christmases some...
2: isn't bad either, like with uh, Vince Vaughn.
0: Yeah, Four Christmases, yeah, that, that was okay. Pretty fun. T- Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas.
2: Yeah, well, that's on my list, for sure. I, I love uh, that movie. Um, you watch it twice a year. Once a Halloween, Home once at Christmas.
0: Oh, jeez. Like, that's what I mean, though. Like, these films, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to cramp to crap on it, but, like, those films and then Die Hard, which just happens to take place on Christmas, which I feel like... If we're gonna use that as the, as like that's the that's the parameters for it, and you could put like eyes wide shut, as like because that takes place during Christmas too. Oh. How about Love I, actually? I, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, th- I think with the Die diehard thing, people just like a bunch of people just started saying, "Oh, it's a Christmas movie. It's the best Christmas movie." Just mm-hmm. to troll everyone, just to be like you know kind of joking around that like obviously it's not a christmas movie it's like a really violent and it's a great action movie but like it's not really a christmas movie it just happens to take place at christmas and it's kind of funny that they have like you know the end mm-hmm. credits run with like whatever the, the song is white christmas or mm-hmm. whatever it is yeah and, and then like a bunch of people like heard these people trolling and then we just like oh yeah totally yeah that's that's true and then you can i don't get know. To do the i still joke. think
2: it's kind of a christmas movie like if you're gonna like put like horror christmas movies It's the same kind of thing, right? Like, a lot of them are just war movies at Christmas. So, I don't know. I I would say just because the time of year it is and that kind of thing, it does make it kind of Christmassy because they're at a Christmas party, right? Um, Maybe
0: maybe Carol, Bad Santa.
2: Oh, Bad Santa. Santa. Yeah,
0: Carol could be good, Uh, but I but that might mm, yeah. I'm not saying for kids now. Now I'm just thinking. Yeah, about we're just thinking about <laughs> thinking story. about Christmas movies
1: in general. Christmas Vacation was one that my mm. mom and I often reference yeah. with the eggnog when he's like super stressed mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. and Chevy chases this moment. He's just like, mm-hmm. you know, he's at his best. He like takes a sip. And he's just like, Oh, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> jingle
0: all the way too. Oh, sh- <laughs> not the first one. We're
2: good with that. Only the second oh. one. Jingle all the way.
0: Yeah, I think that would be interesting. Is is. It if someone could think of a film that can be not materialistic, can transcend the religious aspects of it.
2: Well, it's one or and, the other.
0: And like, and can like be very representational about the world. That would be interesting.
1: Gabe, yeah, remember that time we met the director of Jing All the Way, and you wouldn't let me ask him about Jing All the Way. Yes.
0: Wait, you met the director of Jingle All the Way? We did meet the director of Jingle All the Way. And he w- he wasn't allowed to talk about. it? Why
2: was he allowed to talk
0: about it? Uh, if I recall correctly, I was told to tell everyone not to talk about it. <laughs> that was that was. And that was actually, like the one rule. <laughs> I think I don't want to get slandered. I don't think we want to get slandered, or get a lawsuit. But I I believe oh, to the best of my memory, oh, yeah. we were told to not bring it up. Oh wow! Um, as a group, we were told to not do that, and That's because funny. it was. Because there were a lot of questions we had about it. I know I did too. Like the first thing I want to say was, like,
2: how why? amazing was it working with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh... oh.
0: Sinbad, Sinbad specifically. Oh yeah. I would like to know what it was like working with Sinbad. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. Jingle All the Way is. It, it, I I could say a lot about that movie. I mean, it's it's fun, it's awful, it's great,
2: it's like a classic. It has so many classic like Arnold lines in there
1: yeah like and it's it's, a, it's ridiculous like it's, it's about it's... a
2: dad trying to be a good dad yeah yeah like he's trying to like get that gift that his kid really really wants he's trying to be a good dad and then does a whole bunch of bad things to get it
1: yeah it's, it's <laughs> fun
2: <laughs> awesome well i think that can wrap us up for this week Um uh, thank you both for joining me this week it's always a pleasure having you on the show and thank you everyone who is listening and watching. Uh, this is the Cooperative's Reviewers Couch. This is our final episode for the year, except for a wrap-up for the Mighty Mandos, which is not exactly the same show. Uh, and we might be doing, I'm not super sure if you guys, if we decide on a date, it, we might be doing our year-end wrap-up type show for just the year in general and talk about things that we liked about the year, things that we enjoyed. This year is going to be a little bit weirder for that because, you know, COVID and not be able to do as many things but um yeah i'm excited for that uh for the new year's cast and yeah if you didn't know on the cooperators each and every week we talk about movies and tv shows uh this week we did muppets christmas carol that we've been just talking about for the last little while you can catch us wherever you listen to your podcast as well as live on twitch uh We will have a new schedule in the new year, along with a couple new podcasts. We will have Saturday morning anime, as well as a Disney-centric podcast coming out, which I am super stoked about working on in the new year. We have some great hosts for both of those uh, going forward. We are losing Gabe, unfortunately, for the next little while, as he is going off to school and to become a sweet-ass programmer, to go make that... uh, that, that that big change that big monies and uh but he will hopefully be back in march for some more podcasts after he wraps up that i will be continue to stream and streaming more often in the new year uh you can catch me on social media i have facebook twitter instagram youtube and tiktok all of those descriptions all those links will be in the description of the podcast and of the video on youtube uh and I'll be very a lot more active on our social media in the new year. I've got a big plan for that. And I will be uh, streaming on a full-time schedule. So between four to six hours a day, most likely. Uh, as well as working on some solo podcasting focusing around video games. So I'm very excited for the new year. We have lots going on with cooperators. We are going to be back with full force until Gabe gets back and Carmen comes back. For more Cooperators Reviewer Couch episodes uh until next time everybody we have the question of the day to wrap us up hit us
0: gabe gonzo and rizzo how do they follow along in the time travel and not have it affect their brains or body that's what i would like to know
2: do they have brains they're muppets
0: but they're sentient beings
2: that's true the magic explanation for everything
1: (laughs) I didn't think about it too much
2: awesome well thank you Gabe thank you Carmen thank you everyone and have a happy holidays we will see you in the new year God bless us
1: everyone